Welcome home, spiritual human. I'm your host, Stacey McGee, and you are listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast, a gathering place for spiritual humans, where each week we talk about becoming fluent in all things spiritual. Welcome back to the Spirit Flown Podcast. I am actually doing something special today. I'm actually recording this live with my awesome TikTok followers because they are incredibly amazing. And if you follow me on TikTok, you probably saw the video a little bit ago that says that I was actually in the hospital. And I was. I was in the hospital a couple of days ago. I was in the ER. And I'm going to kind of talk about that and also talk about the spiritual meaning between kind of behind what happened to me. So I was actually in the middle of a reading uh, on, I guess this would be, was it yesterday? No, it was Wednesday. And I've actually mostly closed down to readings already because of my health, but I had a few clients that were still kind of lingering on my books and I needed to get those done. So um, I had finished one client call and I was totally fine. And halfway in the middle of my next client call, I started to get these weird visual disturbances in my eyes. And those visual disturbances were like static going in like a half circle in my right eye. And um, that was scary to me um, because I'd never experienced anything before. I started losing vision in my right eye and I was like, something is not right here. And if you listen to the last podcast I posted, you can actually see a few times where I was also stumbling. I recorded that one that day also. I was also stumbling over my words a lot more than usual that day. Um, And then earlier that day I had fallen and I don't fall at all. Like I just, I'm not the type of person to fall. So I, of course, I have some medical background. I'm not a doctor. We know that, right? But I'm a trained medical assistant, a trained phlebotomist. I've gone through respiratory therapy school. So I know some warning signs. And my mind immediately was like visual disturbances, stumbling over words, falling this morning. That sounds like stroke stuff. And I literally ended up stopping my reading. I was like, I have to go to the ER and I need to go now. And I was, I'm blessed to have the most amazing people and clients that support me. And so of course she was like, uh, yeah, please go. And, um, so I was very lucky. That was my son's half day that day. And he drove me to the ER. Now, by the time I got to the ER, most of my symptoms had gone away, but um, my blood pressure was high, even though I'm on medication, it was high. Uh, my pulse rate was high. And, you know, the doctors examined me and I spent a few hours there as you do in the ER. And the consensus was after a CT scan and some other tests that I had had what's called the TIA, which is a transient ischemic stroke, um, which essentially um, is like what some people call a mini stroke. Although when I was talking to the doctor, He was like, well, mini stroke, that's not exactly the right term, but it's basically like a temporary blood clot that goes and goes to your brain. So it's, it's kind of like a warning sign that, you know, something's not right in your body. And I've known for a while that something's not been right. 
And I've been pushing through that not right. I have been pushing and pushing and being like, you know, I have people that depend on me. I have a family that needs me to earn an income. I have kids that need my support and need me to pick them up from school. And I have clients who need me and parents who need me for their autistic children. And I kept going and I kept pushing on it because it was so important to me that I took care of everybody else. Um, and I know that a lot of you guys can relate with that where you put your self-care aside to take care of other people. And especially if your sole purpose is connected to a healer, that happens a lot, right? Where we're like, I don't care about me as long as everybody else is okay. And, you know, I, I'm literally in the ER, like texting my assistant, asking her to reschedule, you know, messaging my husband, hey, I'm okay, but I'm here. This is happening. And he's like, what? You can like rushed home from medical school. And then, you know, my son who's 17 is sitting there going, oh my God, what's going on? And had to go send him to pick his sister up from school. And, you know, the whole time, the only thing I could think about was like, oh my God, I'm inconveniencing everyone and I'm making everything hard for everyone else. And I don't know how many of you feel that same way that like when you get sick, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry I've inconvenienced you with my illness. <laughs> you know, like I don't want other people to be inconvenienced by it. But, um, you know, when we talk about the spiritual energy behind a stroke, because while I didn't have a full blown stroke, right. Um, yeah. And I do have, but somebody on TikTok actually says that's the solar plexus. And I do have a lot of solar plexus imbalances and we, the solar plexus is that emotional processor. Right. And one of my awesome friends, um, the medicated medium, Shannon, she is incredible. If you ever want readings, like, cause I'm not doing it anymore, go to her. Um, but she was like, your whole solar plexus looks dark. And I was like, yeah, that's not good. Um, and so, you know, I've known I've had these things for a while, but you know, when we look at the energy and emotions about what's behind strokes, feeling like a failure, feeling just like hopeless in life. Like we're just like, What's the point of trying? Nothing is ever getting better. And I can tell you that I have been feeling very hopeless because I live in a house that's not just had currently has had mold issues, but has had mold issues repeatedly. Water leaks repeatedly. It's really not a healthy home to live in. And we've had doctors, sorry, there goes my words again. Sorry. Doctors that have said, this house is not healthy for you. You need to move. But, you know, like everyone else, the economy hits and it hits hard. And the housing market is insane. And we're over here going, how would we possibly pull that off? You know, besides winning the lottery, which much to, um, you know, the disappointment of naysayers, psychics, really aren't great at getting lottery numbers. And, you know, let, let's talk briefly about that because psychics see what is the current future or maybe the potential future. 
but decisions determine destiny and there's agency. So if a psychic goes and buys a lottery ticket, those might be the correct numbers at that moment. Um, but if like five different people buy a lottery ticket after that now changes things. Right. But also, and this is the thing I've learned is that I'll get the numbers right, but I'll buy the ticket on the wrong days. Um, and so it might be like six months in the future that my numbers are right. And you think that I'd be like, Oh yeah, just keep buying the same number again. But my brain doesn't work that way. So, um, but going back to the stroke energy, you know, it's that useless inadequacy. And I cannot tell you how inadequate I feel as a spiritual human being called by the universe to do the work that I'm doing. There's been so many times where I'm like, hey, God, I think you have the wrong person for this job. I think that that maybe you should ask someone else, someone that meditates more, someone that that wears their white linen clothes, clothes in their malas and does these awesome meditations. I don't think you want me. I curse too much. I'm totally imperfect. I very rarely meditate. Um, this is not the right job for me, but spirit in the universe keeps calling me out to help people, to help, help you guys heal, to understand yourselves and who you are as spiritual beings, to enlighten you, um, to your path and your purpose. And, you know, I don't want to be on a pedestal. I don't want to be visible. I don't like those things, but I do love helping people. And so I push past those things so that I can help you guys. But, you know, when we look at the stroke energy of like giving up and shutting down and, It's like, like one of the biggest stroke energy things is like, like trying to understand what we did in our world and why it didn't work, why things didn't turn out the way we expected. So it's like learning those lessons, right? And it is, it's very much scary. And, you know, there's many times where I look at things and I'm like, I just fail to understand why what I have done in my life has not worked. Um, why, you know, why I can't handle things, you know, and I'm, I'm autistic. And so that was a big revelation to me. I, I, I saw somebody say once that, you know, she found out she was autistic and she goes, you mean it's not that hard for everyone. And it was like this uh, aha moment, like the angels singing and, I was like, oh my God, yeah. You mean it's not this hard for everybody to adult? You mean it's not this hard for everybody to remember to pay their bills and to remember to brush their teeth and to eat breakfast? Like, it's not that hard for most people. And, you know, I remember talking to my mother-in-law and saying, you know, I don't understand why I'm not further ahead, why I'm not where I am, because I know things I'm you know, this isn't me bragging myself, but I feel like I'm an intelligent person. Why can I not transmute that intelligence to action? Why can I not do this? And when I found out I was autistic, it was like, oh, okay. That's why I, I lack executive function. I um, struggle with those things. 
but there's still those underlying feelings of inadequacy and failing and trying to to change it, it is it's a scary thing i think one to be in a spiritual kind of i guess i would almost call myself a leader at this point because i have so many followership followers you know but in that position but in a position that you're called to do something great you're stepping forward in a place that's very unknown uh, for your entire life, but also, you know, looking back and saying, you know, wow, would things have been easier if when I was in third grade and my parents were told that they thought I had Asperger's, which is what they called it in the eighties. Um, and that they were told not to worry because I functioned normally and I didn't need support. And it's like, would things have been better and easier? Right. Um, and yeah, there's a commenter on TikTok that says, this is spiritually unique three. She says, our energy goes into all that spiritual stuff and it can drain you a lot and it can. And I can actually tell you that something's clicked for me with this. So, you know, I'm a Reiki master. I'm also trained in pranic healing and master co-chocks. Okay. There were grandmaster co-chocks. Co and I, this is not a stroke thing. This is, I can never pronounce his name right thing. Um, but the grandmaster of pranic healing, um, actually died at 60 from a stroke. And I was sitting there thinking about it and I had been getting these spiritual messages for several months where spirits like your vessel does not match the energy flow that's going through you. Your vessel does not match the energy. This is not good for you. And I was trying to basically ignore that. I was like, it's okay for me to be imperfect. It's okay for me to be overweight. And I, I do still think that's okay for me to be me and be where I am and all those things. But I was also like, it's okay to eat wheat when I'm allergic to it. It's okay to eat chocolate. It's okay to eat sugar when I'm pre-diabetic. And, you know, I was eating junk food and not taking care of myself because I was like, mind over matter, mind over matter. I can do this. And what spirit showed me as that spirit was like, every time I was doing these things, I was creating chains around me. Right. And these chains, spirit goes, sometimes these chains need more than willpower to break them and to resolve them and to dissolve them. And so I realized that my healing process and also everyone else's healing process and I, I've, I've known this forever. I've talked about it before, but it, for personally, for me, it took a while to click that the layers of healing had to be multiple, right? That it had to be not just meditation and mindfulness and spirituality and spiritual healing, but it had to be focusing on my diet and what doing what spirit said of matching my vessel, the vessel, my body to the spiritual energy that was flowing through me. And I started to think, think about Grandmaster. And I was like, I knew that he had some dietary stuff. I knew that he was overweight. I knew that he ate pork. And I was like, oh, things started to click. Because I know, and this is not an anti-meat vegan thing, but I know that meat is a hot food. And it creates inflammation in our bodies. And I think that it's this natural way of keeping our bodies warmer, right? So like those indigenous um, 
Inuits who have a very high meat, high protein diet, they need that, right? And their indigenous diet is perfect for their environment. Um, but my diet was not perfect for my environment, right? It was full of junk food and Chick-fil-A and things that I shouldn't be uh, consuming. And I was creating inflammation in my body. And I realized that in order, if I want to continue on this spiritual path, and in order to allow the amount of energy that is flowing through me to do so without causing harm, that my vessel needed to be cleaner and healthier and more balanced. And so that is what I am going to be focusing on. And I actually had a reading. I have some amazing friends who are also like psychics and mediums and my friend psychic Sean on TikTok, which by the way, he's incredible human too. Um, he did a reading for me and he was like this next year, I feel like you're going to have to go inward. And this was before this TIA happened. And he's like, and I feel like you're not going to be working with clients. And I was like, Oh no, no, no. I love my clients. I love my doing my readings for people. I love love, love, love doing those things. And it was like hurting my soul. And I was trying to fight it against it. And he was like, yeah, no, you, you're going to have to do some resting and going within. And, and he goes, but I do see you writing a little like series of books and things like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then two weeks later, I actually, yes, he is so awesome. I love him. And I actually messaged him from the ER and I was like, you were right. I'm in the ER right now. And he's like, Oh my God. And I was like, it's okay. But you know, I'm like, he was the first person I messaged where I was like, you were right. Um, and so that's what next year I think is going to hold for me is going within doing some self healing. Um, little sunny ninja is one of my OG followers on TikTok, And she actually commented, she's like, I wish that we could like copy, copy you and duplicate you to help everybody. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you wait, hold on. I'm actually doing that because starting in January, I am starting a very intensive um, six month training to train medical intuitives with what I do. And it's, it's, you know, a very intensive program because, you know, I don't do anything that's not done just right. Uh, that's an autistic thing. Right. But I, I already have four amazing people that are signed up to train with me. And so in six months, guys, there will be copies of me per se. Uh, I don't know if there'll be exact copies, but there will be people that are trained by me that, you know, if I put my name on someone that I'm going to do my best to train the hell out of them and vet the hell out of them. And they will be listed on my website. But the other thing that we're doing, and I'm actually doing this also, I'm training intuitive life coaches right now also, that there's a group and it's actually already on my website. It's not completely set up yet. Um, but we have a lot of those awesome discussion groups on my website. And on my website, there is actually a group where if you want to be a quote unquote guinea pig for these people who are training to practice on you, practice readings, practice scanning, practice intuitive life coach sessions, you can go there and get either a dramatically reduced cost or free practice sessions with the people that I'm training. Um, 
And so indirectly, I'm still going to be supporting you guys. Uh, I still have my book. My spiritual awakening is a shit show. I'm working on several different books as well. Um, I'm working on becoming spirit fluent, speaking the language of your soul. Um, but I also had a download right before Thanksgiving. Um, and I was right after actually I had talked to psychic Sean because was, I see you writing a series of books. And so I went and meditated on that and spirit showed me this vision of seven books that were each the color of a rainbow. And so it was, you know, red and orange and yellow and green and purple and blue. And they were each books about discovering your soul purpose, but they were kind of like a fictional story intertwined with spiritual knowledge. And, um, I actually wrote that first book already and they're very short books and very short reads. Um, and so if you are looking and I've had somebody who read, who read it said, this is very much like the alchemist, not in where it's copying the alchemist, but it, it very feels like that same journey. And, um, these are going to be little short books no more than like 10,000 words. So very easy reads. Um, and I'm going to kind of read you the introduction of this book. And it says, this is what I wrote. I am Stacy. And this book is called A Journey to the Heart. A Journey to the Heart is a story of a person who goes on a journey to seek more in life and understanding their true nature. Rory learns many things on their journey, but most important, what Rory was was strong enough to fight even in the hardest battles in this book you will meet rory the who starts as the warrior of truth and the warrior of light rory represents your inner voice your intuition and the part of you that knows what's true and what is not sorry guys i'm struggling still to read a little bit because of the whole tia thing so bear with me uh the hardest moments remind us that we are strong enough to fight even in the hardest battles you are here because you are enough, strong enough, valiant enough, soft enough. You have more strength than you realize. Red is the color of the warrior. It is the color of blood, passion, and drive. It is the color of fire and warmth. It is the color of pain, suffering, and struggle. The red warrior is a guide for those who want their lives back on track after being knocked off course by life events or personal choices that left them feeling lost or defeated. Red will help you explore your motivations for choosing this path forward instead of allowing yourself to wallow in self-pity or worse. A journal is a book of many pages full of strong yet unknown written on the path of our hearts, the journey of souls. It is the first I feel of many as I've been shown in a vision and confirmed by a re recent spiritual reading with my friend, psychic Sean, that it will be a set of books, a rainbow of the discovery of purpose, a journey to the heart. And so that is kind of the introduction to my first book. And I am going to be offering that for sale on my website. It might just start as just a simple PDF download. Um, and I'll probably just sell them for five bucks, something really cheap. But 
if you're looking at that book, sounds like it would be helpful for you. Um, I'm going to get that up on my website after I get back from my doctor's appointments. Um, but just get on my mailing list on my website so that you can get an email and, um, and I will let you know when that's ready. But like I said, they're going to be short books, easy reads, because all of us kind of need more time. Right. And like, this is one of my books I'm reading. It's called the shaman and the medicine wheel. And, you know, little books are easier to consume in this busy world. So that is kind of what's been going on with me and where we're going. And I thank all of you for listening and supporting me on this journey. And I hope that you have a beautiful day. You've been listening to the Spirit Phone Podcast. Your continued support means so much to me. And I just want you all to know how grateful that I am for you. Uh, I have many resources on my website, spiritfluent.com, as well as on my YouTube at spiritfluent. And I would love to invite you to check out my book, My Spiritual Awakening is a Shit Show, on Amazon now. Mm-hmm.